if you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. International Horse College has a mission to improve the welfare of horses around the world through the safe education of their riders, handlers and trainers. International Horse College has been very thorough in the selection of courses for the wide variety of people who already work or are preparing to work within the horse industry. For more information about these government accredited courses, go to internationalhorsecollege.com. Now, today at Horse Chats, we've got Johan Schlees back, and we haven't talked to Johan for a while. The last time I talked to him was actually before COVID, so we're sort of talking about a market update today, and I'm going to ask him questions about just the changing economical picture in the saddle industry. Now, Johan, are you there? How are you? I'm very good, Dennis, and how are you? Yeah, well, well, Johan, and looking forward to chatting to you. Um, a lot's changed in the last two years. So if you could give us a little bit of a rundown, a bit of an overview, just about how things have changed within the saddle industry. Yes. Um, um, as you know from my previous chat with you... I... Yeah, not just one chat, many chats. And if <laughs> listeners would like to go back and listen, I've been talking to Johan for, you know, a few years now about, you know, saddles, saddle fitting. And, you know, Johan is a bit unique because he fits saddles differently for females to males. And that's sort of a, a bit of a new concept when uh, he started that. But anyway, go back, just search for Johan, search for Schlees on horsetraps.com and you'll find all those details. I think number 357 was the first time we talked to Johan. So go back and listen to that one. Have a look at the page there and down the bottom you'll find links to all these other chats. Sorry, Johan, I interrupted there, but please go on and um, tell us about this changing economical picture. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> As I was saying, I talked to you now several times, and um, one of the interviews we talked where we run a saddle manufacturing company in Canada, as well one in Germany, and I also run an educational company, Saddle Fit for Life, where I was teaching on five continents. So. Of course, with COVID, many things have changed. And in all my companies, we have seen, and I'm sure all the, the question writers have seen quite a bit of change. And if I look at the silver lining on the cloud, one thing has uh, definitely come to fruition that my dream came through that I can help way more people now than I ever could in my educational company as well as in my manufacturing companies. So that, as I said, the silver lining on the cloud that COVID actually has given me the time on project where I worked for seven years on and off. But due to my travel, I never really had the chance to finish the individual products, which came just in time out for COVID. So I think most people and I can definitely speak for uh, North American. It doesn't matter if it's the Americans or the Canadians or the Germans in Europe and other countries. They were limited with traveling, so people couldn't go anywhere. So what we have seen, and in 
insane amount increase in the question industry. And when I talk to my trainers, I talk to barn owners, they're, they're all experiences overwhelming, overwhelming business because people don't can't get out of the country. So what do they do when they can't travel? So they spend now their 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 time in in the sport they always wanted to do, which is very costly. So for COVID, wherever I turn, I have in in all the countries I've been uh, seen an, an a huge huge amount of increase because of people couldn't get out of the country, so they spent their money with their question industry. Have you find that too, Glenda? I have actually, yeah. We, I mean, we do we do the online college, okay? So and we have countries all, all around the world. We specialise in a different part of the equestrian industry, and I know that you specialise in, the, you know, the saddlery and the saddle fitting. I've found that people do have a bit more money in some countries, I think we're very lucky in Australia that we, you know, our economy is ramping along and, and we're going well. I know some other countries aren't going so well. They don't have the amount of ready, ready cash to spend on horses and the horse industry. But it's certainly changed, certainly changed within the last two years that it's changing economy, you know. And I think people have different priorities, you know. They start to think about what they really want. And if you think about people and what they really want, you know. Um, a lot of people think, if I won a million dollars tomorrow, I'd just give up work and just ride all day. Well, that's the sort of people are thinking, well, what's stopping me spending more time with my horse and more time doing the things that I want to do? So I think COVID has changed us and made us realise a little bit more about what's important within our life. It's not just all work, 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 but what's really important. It's more about lifestyle now rather than just yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I mean, we have, of course, the competitive riders. There were for a long time no horse shows, you know, and um, then we have um, the professionals who don't compete, but they teach riding lessons. Um, they have in the beginning where uh, there was a social distancing, they, they weren't, the, the owners didn't come and they had more horses to ride than they possible could do. And then we have the adult amateur rider who who was, um, like you said, you know, finally I can spend time with my horse. And then we have an, 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 a massive amount of new people who have never sat on the horse, but says, I always wanted to ride, but now I have time to ride. So we, we've seen this huge increase. Yes, yes, I think so. I think, you know, as I said, the lifestyle and the fact that people aren't travelling, even just not travelling into their jobs every day, you know, instead of spending an hour each way travelling into their jobs, they've now got two hours spared that they can go for a ride, you know, take time out, take a deep breath, enjoy themselves. And, and when you talk about enjoyment and lifestyle, will horses come to the forefront there? Yeah. And, and also, too, you know, competitive riders, serious competitive riders, Instead of thinking, I've got to get ready for the competition this weekend, they can take a little bit more of a, a longer-term view of the horse, you know, work on, spend a bit more time working on the basics rather than and, uh, the basics foundation. Not that they, you know, um, focusing on any little hiccups that might come through in the training rather than preparing for the competition that weekend. So... You know, I think there's been, even though it's been a tragic event for lots of people and has ruined, you know, a lot of lives and a lot of livelihoods, I think that, you know, being an optimist, 
we, we've got to look at the good things that have come out of it and embrace those things as we move forward. Yes, that's why I was calling it the silver lining on the cloud. Mm, yeah, very much so. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, and I think um, one of the things you said you were online, and we finally have the same. You know, our saddle fit for life is online, and and it's growing rapidly because people have the time now to learn what does my saddle need to do, what does my saddle fitter need to know, what do I need. To know to protect my horse from long-term damage and having expanded saddle fit for life with various courses it has of course helped me personally because i used to travel around the world all the time which is not good on your my system and or the carbon footprint if you think about it how much time i spend flying all over the world <laughs> so now i can reach way more people and like you you have from all over the world, students. And that is, again, a blessing in the sky because now clients can educate themselves. Clients can actually go and say, okay, I have a saddle fitting appointment. What can I expect? What should they know? You know, because I can tell you, I've I'm, I'm been to so many different associations and, and there is so many misinformation out there that the average rider is totally confused. I have a good example. There was a new association in England, and that says we have in England six different saddle fitting associations. Now, in England, where everything comes from, the English riding, right? They have six different saddle fitting associations, and they don't align. So they want to now come to a common language, and this is what saddle fit for life dream is that we speak one language when it comes to saddle fitting worldwide, like we speak English worldwide. You know, I spent time in Russia at the World Cup soccer. I spoke English. I went to Brazil for the World Cup soccer. I spoke English. With English, you get everywhere around. So why can we not, when it comes to saddle fitting, speak a universal language that is based on the anatomy of the horse, anatomy of the rider? And that's fact. This is not an opinion. Now, the piece in between you, is it a racing saddle? Is it a Western saddle, an Australian stock saddle, an English riding saddle? It doesn't matter. You have two beings coming together, and why can we not say, if the saddle sits here, and again, it doesn't matter what saddle, your horse will have long-term damage. If the saddle fits you like this, it doesn't matter, male or female, you will have long-term damage. Now, when we have these facts, we have this hardcore fact we got different university papers right that is not based on saddle companies why can we not all listen to that and i think with um having this online now having customers learn themselves a small course for free a bigger course for a little bit more money a bigger course for bigger money it depends how much money each individual wants to spend they can go to the itty bitty detail with online and then we have in Australia uh, a head trainer for the practical part. We have pretty much in all continents a head trainer. But knowing that you're from Australia, I thought i throw that in there. Now, within the, uh, you know, and again, thinking about saddle, saddle fitting, had there been changes in the market trends? Is there any sort of new products? I know you've talked about the new service of the online training, but 
new products, market trends. How have things changed since the last time we caught up? It's been two years ago. A bit over two years ago. Yeah, yeah over yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How have things yeah, changed? So, yeah. Yeah, so, Dennis, what changed tremendously is that we have a virtual custom fit system now. So people say, how in the world can you actually fit a saddle online? I mean, everybody who has a, a smartphone with Face ID can actually now, with your telephone, take a um, laser image of your horse's back, and that can be sent to any saddlery who has that program to manufacture a saddle online. So let's say you have now a saddle received. What about your horse change? Or what about you have the saddle and it didn't quite work out? You now take your phone with FaceTime, it's free, and while somebody holds that phone and you're speaking in your phone and says, this is what I have, the saddle fitter can now instruct you what to do on your saddle. There's 12 elements to the saddle, such as the billet, the panels, the tree, and various other points, where the customer can basically adjust their saddle with their saddle fitter on the phone. What does that mean? That means less carbon footprint. Why? Because you're not driving in the car and burn all this expensive fuel. If you look at the news, the oil barrel is over $130. You know, it's getting crazy right now. So isn't that nice with this rising cost? It's already hard as is for an equestrian to maintain a horse. It's so expensive. So the last thing you want to do is drive around and pay saddle fitters. If there is now a product, you can do it with a FaceTime, with a phone, anywhere in the world. And that is what, again, it's another silver lining. I was able, with being grounded, I couldn't fly anywhere to finish my seven-year project. It's done on the racing saddle. It's done on the Western saddle. It's done on any English saddle. So the market is it's wide open now, and the customer is not desperate to ride in ill-fitting saddles because they live maybe in an area where no saddle fitter can come. It's not solved. The problem is snow from yesterday. It's convenience, isn't it? You know, even just getting a horse putting it in a float or a trailer, taking it somewhere. You know, you could spend half a day just looking at getting your saddle fitted or longer if you live further away from the saddle fitter or even the saddle fitter that's got to travel. Much more convenient. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot-off-the-press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com Scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 Careers in the Horse Industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. How, how has that changed economically? Has the price gone down now to get your saddle fitted or, you know, is that part of the service of getting a new saddle? 
to get that done. The economic considerations is what I'm looking at. Yeah. Actually, um, the prices are going up steady, you know, because of... This is of generally in saddles. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, it's like a steady going up. Uh-huh. And what is also going up steady is the knowledge from the body workers, the uh, veterinarians. Yes. The people who understand, oh, my God, you know, this problem, the horse is lame, it comes from the back, check the saddle. So, and of course, the veterinarians or the body workers, and I mean the osteopaths, physiotherapists, massage therapists, etc., PP, they are saying, I got to know myself a little bit about saddle fitting, so I can say a little bit more, check the saddle. And wouldn't you, wouldn't you know that darn saddle sits sideways because the horse is crooked or the rider? Or wouldn't you know the saddle is too long, it sits on the lung meridian point, what causes stress, and we all know stress only causes ulcer on the horse and can't and, and colic wouldn't you know their saddle is too long and, and and pushes in the back of the horse all these things the body workers now say you need to saddle fit so you have two people you have sorry two professionals one are the body workers and the veterinarians who say your horse is lame or has the problem because of the saddle and then the saddle fitters that's the other group who says you need to saddle fit it so the poor consumer gets to hear it now from all the sides. And now, if you read articles, they say three, four times fitting a saddle a year. That's super expensive. And then with the rising cost of gas, you know, how in the world can anybody afford it? Let's say it's $250 fit your saddle. That's $1,000 a year for fitting your saddle if you'd fit it four times. But, you know, Glennis, for me as a... Uh, uh, a competitive rider uh, was one of the biggest problems I always had. You know when I needed my saddle the most? Uh, when? Before the biggest competition. Yep. Or when a veterinarian was there and said, your saddle doesn't fit, get it fixed. And mm-hmm. then I called a fitter and he couldn't come for three, four months, <laughs> four weeks. And then what am I going to do? I paid this expensive friend, I feed my horse, and I can't ride. And do I really want to ride knowing this horse is hurting for my saddle? So when I need a fitter, he is not available right away. So with this new, with this new um, uh, virtual custom fit system, guess what, Dennis? You can fit it as many times as you want, any given time. So you don't have to be rely on when they come. And by the fourth, fifth time, you figure this out yourself. You don't need them anymore. So do the math. You know that saddle. That saddle should be $20,000, but it isn't, right? Because if you set, you could save, or let's say you only do four adjustments a year, you can save $1,000 a year, and a saddle lasts a minimum of 15, if not 20 years, okay? That's $20,000 you, you save on that saddle, you know? And in these days, with all these veterinarians and chiropractors who know how saddle fitting is so important, why would I buy a saddle what cost me so much money in fitting it when I get a saddle where I can learn it myself like it was in the old days when the cowboy, the soldier, the horseman knew exactly what to do on the saddle? Let's face it, you and I talk around halfway around the world, all the way around the world, you know, the other side of the world, and we talk like we're sitting beside each other. I mean, technology came a long, long way, and not just in telephones. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think also a couple of points there. I understand about the four times a year because you bring a horse in that's been out for, you know, may, maybe a couple of months, but maybe longer if they've had an injury or some reason to be out. And if they've been out just walking around the paddock, um, you know, having an odd trottle canter around, but not actually an athlete, not in work, their back's different. So you'd need to get the saddle fitted when you first bring them in and then you start to work them and they get stronger and fitter and, uh, you know, that muscle structure can change quite considerably during that 12-month period. So I can, can understand about the constant need to have the saddle fitted correctly to the horse, to the muscle structure he has right now. Using this, you know, system through the phone as well. So there's a convenience there and the changing, but also too for body workers and vets, if they see that there's a lameness or a problem caused with the saddle, if they learn that system, that's just a complementary system that they can add to their knowledge, that they can see that the lameness is caused from the saddle or there's a problem there that's related to the horse's back. Let's have a look at the saddle. Let's see how it fits. I think it's got to save money because you're not getting out the saddle fitter and the body worker. And, and even if you did, you, you know, if the body worker or the vet had to get online and talk to someone, they're working together to work the problem out rather than saying, well, you better yeah, get this saddle fitted and then you get someone else and, and then you're sort of talking between them, but they're not actually talking together. I think this is a great system. And it, you know what? You hit the nail on the head because horses are like super, super fragile animals you know i had all my life horses and they can get hurt so fast you know and and sometimes they're lame and you can't ride them and sometimes they're on the rehab program and when a horse has an owie leg they're kind of protected a little bit and when you come back from rehab and the and the and the veterinarian or the body worker says you know you can only go walk or you can only do a little work what do you think the horse does you know, compensates for it. And then when your saddle falls off to one side because it compensates, then you ex you make the problem worse again. So on the one hand, you need to ride. On the other hand, you can't ride because the saddle doesn't fit. So this system lets you do an orthopedic adjustment, which means, like you said, with the body worker right there and then, you can adjust the saddle so it doesn't fall to one side. It's immediately adjusted with the uh, let's say they they say on this muscle here is super super sore. There cannot be any pressure. And together with the phone, the saddle fitter can walk you through and help you to the adjustment. So the body worker says, "Yeah, perfect." And you know, Glennis, it has been done so many times where the saddle where the rider says, "Oh my God, now that my horse is, has a saddle what is orthopedic adjusted, he's not lame anymore." And once he recovers and he carries himself straight to do another adjustment and data doesn't lie you know we have gait analysis we got heart monitors we have uh, computerized saddle pads and this has been as i said over the seven years done and many people say to me john why would you do something like that you get yourself out of business because aren't you in business of of fitting saddles Okay, let's let's do the math. Let's say I only sell ten saddles a year, and it needs to be fitted now that so many vets and body worker and even horse owner recognize 
at least three to four times, let's say four times. Now I have 40 new clients next year I need to service. So more saddles I sell, so more I have to service. So what does that tell you? It's not sustainable. So you either, as a manufacturer or as a saddle maker, don't sell saddles, or you don't service. So if you say, well, forget the saddle fitters, uh, forget the, the manufacturers, let's focus on the fitters. The fitters are always overworked. The fitters never have enough time to get there. And it takes a long, long time to really be good at this. And then they burn out. And why do they burn out? Because they're not fast enough. It costs too much. You know, it's, it's, it's a not sustainable business. So this product is way overdone due to the facts I just mentioned. Johan, what is the name of the app? So the app um, is called Horse Shape. I can send you a link and Please, then maybe yeah. you can add that. Horse Safe, is it? Horse Shape, yeah. Horse Shape, yep. Okay. Yeah, please. And send the link, and we'll put that at the bottom of the page as well, just so if people would like to have a look at it, contact Johan, um, download the app. They'll be able to do that. Yeah, and then the saddle itself. Uh, called a virtual custom fit system. It comes in uh, jumping and dressage and in Western. So they can go on our line and just type it in, VCFS. So that stands for uh, virtual custom fit system. And it shows all the different way how the saddle can adjust it. Now, I know your listeners will say right now, oh, my God, adjustable saddles have been around for years. Yeah, but none of them, none of them can do orthopedic adjustment. None of them can do the tree width independently from the tree angle and vice versa. You know, that's alone three there. And none of them have 12 adjustments. You know, um, if you just change the gullet plate, there's various companies who do it. You change one thing. You change the angle. You change the angle. But we know everything has an action as a react, positive, negative reaction. So if I change the tree width, the saddle will be lower in the front. Now the saddle is off balance. You know, so how do I do the flossing? So it's hard to explain over the phone, but definitely worth to to check it out online. I sent you that link as well, Glennis. Please, yes. So yes. it explains it very easy how um system works. Johan, have you got any tips for just countering the effects of rising prices? You know, because we want to be able to keep riding and keep our horse happy and healthy. Any tips for that? Okay, so um, my recommendation um, is, is we got to know our partner. Okay, I'm going to give you a comparison. If I want to ballroom dance with somebody, you know, I need to know what level they are. I need to lead them properly. Uh, and in order for us to be a good dancing part. And I use ballroom dancing because what we do with our houses, we, we are a pair. You know, we trust each other. And in ballroom dancing, the male does the lead and the woman does the picture. In horseback riding, the rider is the lead and the horse is the picture. So how does the horse understand the leads, uh, the commands, the communication from the rider. Is it with pain, with whips, spurs, and voice? Or is it with my seat? My seat is my weight. How am I implementing the eight 
through the saddle to the horse. So in order to continue to ride, I need to know that the horses have 32 growth plates. I'll repeat that. 32 growth plates on the horse's spine. The shoulder, the shoulder blade develops when the horse is four years old. In racing, in racing, we start horses with 19 months, and in the Western maturity class, same time. So they start the horse as babies. So compare that to humans. If you give an eight-year-old way too heavy, heavy, heavy stuff to carry, what will happen to their backs and gross plates? Okay, so if you understand, if you want to ride for a long time, understand when do the gross plates finish on the horse. The shoulder blade, very important with saddle, at four years, and on the spine, the 32 gross plates on the spine, not until they're six. Some of them at seven and a half. So there's an old, old, old general rule, comes back from the cavalry, army when you have a horse don't start riding it don't hate me if you're in the western world or racing <laughs> don't let what they say don't start riding until they're three years old and then only ride three times a week and ride a four-year-old four times a year uh, a week and then five-year-old five times a week six-year-old six times a week in the other time, you do a lot of stuff from the ground. So if you have given the horse to mature properly, there also is a rule in, in, um, written in, in several soldiers' handbooks. The soldiers should never weigh more than 20%, including their saddle and their gear, of the horse's weight. Now, we have a, a huge problem in the States. I haven't seen it anywhere else as much as in the United States, where the rider is way more than 20%. Okay, so if you want to ride longer and healthy, respect the law of nature, and the horse will last a long time. For yourself, you know, riding is a sport. You know, if I want to do a healthy and long time skiing, but I'm, I have no muscle in my legs, and I'm very weak, and I don't do any, I'm not, uh, a fit, I will crush very badly skiing. And same with riding. I'm not fit. And, and as, as older I'm getting, I mean, I'm, I'm 60 now, and I notice it takes a little longer to get out of bed, and my, my joints are very stiff. What is actually happening with, with us when we get older, <laughs> the joints let out, you know. Our muscle holds us together, and that's what we feel is stiff. So if you want to ride a long, long time, look after yourself. You know, you have to be fit, not just nutrition, but also um, do, do yoga or other sports on the side. Then you will ride your horse for a long, long, long time. Johan, if people would like to find out a bit more about horse shape, we can put the links on the bottom of your page at horsechats.com. But if they'd like mm -hmm. to contact you direct, they can go to Saddle Fit for Life. What's the best place to get your contact details? And the contact info is very simple. is js at slazer.com. Okay. Right. And just spell Slazer for us. S-C-H-L-E-E-S. -E -E 
horsechatse.com. Great. Those details, if you did miss that spelling, will be on horsechats.com, so you can contact Johan just to talk a little bit more about saddle fitting for your horse, you know, if you'd like to do the education that he's got so that you can become a saddle fitter or if you'd like to just learn a little bit more about saddle fitting for your own horse and the app and how you can um, get some saddle fitting done online at a convenient time for you, just go ahead and contact him about that. Johan, great to talk to you and, um, you know, just in two short years you've certainly been doing a lot and the industry's changed quite a lot. I know that a lot of industries have, but um, great that we've got people like you that are keep pushing the boundaries and, and thinking, right, well, what else can we do? You know, and when we look at the, the basics of it all, it's, it's all about the horse welfare and I appreciate that, you know, you consider the horse welfare as high a priority as I do, so thank you. My pleasure. Okay, great to talk to you, and I'd like to talk to you again soon. Same here. Bye-bye, Glenn. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate, and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below. 